Well, so far in this study, we've examined the need of God's counsel. We've seen that the human heart is sick and deceitful. We've examined how the mind of the flesh is at enmity with God. And we've read that our passions and desires lure and entice us into sin and death. We then took the time to look at the commands of God not to trust in princes or not to lean on our own understanding. And finally, in the last session, we considered the many warnings of Scripture about not listening to the counsel of God. Now, over the next few weeks, I want to examine the question of where we can find this counsel of God. So let's take a moment now and examine this subject. Let's begin here by asking a question that was posed many, many years ago by the psalmist himself in Psalm 119 and verse 9. And this is the question. How can a young man keep his way pure? Now, the question, of course, is an important one. How does a young man know what God requires of him? How does that young man know how to live his life in a way that will honor and glorify his creator? Well, the psalmist answers that question in the second half of the verse in Psalm 119, verse 9b, by saying this. How does a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. By guarding it according to your word. If a young man wants to know how to live his life, he needs to go to the word of God. If a young man wants to know how to please God, he needs to seek that out in the pages of Scripture. Now, the picture before us is of a young man on a journey, on the journey of life, and he's not quite sure where to go. And that journey, of course, is filled with dangers and temptations. There are detours, and, and the man is afraid, or this young boy is afraid to, that he might get lost as he embarks on this journey. How is he going to reach his destination safely? How does he get from birth to death, having lived a life that honors God. Well, God has not left him without a guide. He has provided him with his very own words to reveal the traps and show the way. And so, how does a young man keep his way pure? He seeks the counsel of God as found in the law of God. Now, sometimes these young men who are seeking to keep their way pure before God have great responsibilities cast upon them, and that's the case for a young man who would become king of the entire nation of Israel. And that responsibility required extra wisdom and guidance. There were so many decisions to make. How could a king know the right decision to make? There were so many counselors, each with their own ideas that needed to of what needed to take place, what, what he needed needed was God himself to counsel him. And where could he go for the counsel of God? Well, writing in Deuteronomy chapter 17, 18 to 20, this is what uh, the, the writer says. Deuteronomy 17, 18 to 20, writing about such a king, it says this, 
And when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, he shall write for himself a book, a copy of this law approved by the Levitical priests. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God by keeping all the words of this law and these statutes and doing them, that his heart may not be lifted up above his brothers, and that he may not turn aside from the commandments either to the right hand or to the left, so that he may continue long in his kingdom, he and his children." So what does the word of God say about this king who is seeking to know the direction that his life needs to take and and to have wisdom in the decisions that he makes? The law of God commanded a king to have a personal copy of the laws of Israel. And so that there were no errors in that copy, the copy that the king made needed to be approved by the Levitical priests. And the king was to keep that book with him at all times, and he was to read it every day of his life and learn what God required. He was to devote himself to keeping that law as it was written. And so how was the king to know the decisions to make? By seeking the counsel of God in his word. How was the king to govern his people? By obeying the counsel of God as written in the law. What did seeking the counsel of God look like for the king in his life? Well, if you went into his court, you might see him every day reading that law. And when an issue came up, he would reach over to that book, copied for him, and look up a passage and read it again to refresh his mind about what he was to do. The king was to seek the counsel of God in order to make wise and discerning decisions in his Rule, And he was to do so by studying and reading on a regular basis every single day the law of God as recorded in the scriptures. We come now to the days of Joshua. And as the people camped on the border of the promised land, Moses, their leader, died. And the task of taking the people into that promised land fell to a man by the name of Joshua. It was his responsibility to conquer the land for the people of Israel. Now consider the responsibility he had for a moment. It was not an easy task. There would be many obstacles ahead of him, and the path that was before him was filled with dangers and uncertainty. And how were they as a people, how was he as a commander and his army to overcome the many nations that were living in that region? How would they be victorious? Well, listen to the advice that Joshua gives to these anxious and confused people on the border of the promised land about ready to take up arms to conquer. This is what Joshua says. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, 
being careful to do everything to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. How are they going to overcome the enemy before them? As God speaks in those days, he says this, Be strong and courageous. Be careful to do according to the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. They would overcome by being careful to do according to the law of Moses. They were not turned to turn to the right. They were not to turn to the left. And they were to be faithful, completely faithful to that word. And only then would they be successful in their enterprise. Joshua and his army were to seek the counsel of God as found in the book of the law. And they were to be careful to follow that counsel all the way without detouring, being distracted from it. And in doing so, and in only in doing so would they find the victory they needed. Their victory would come by following the counsel of God as recorded in his word. And Joshua challenges his army to be careful not to turn one way or the other away from it, but to do only what was written in that law. And what would our society be like today if that were the case? What would our uh, relationships be like today if we followed the counsel of God as written in his word without turning to the right or to the left? Would we not see what we are not seeing today? Would we not have success in a way that we've never experienced it before? Success in our relationships with one another, blessing that we've never seen before by following the counsel of God as written in his word. Consider next the words of the psalmist in Psalm 119, again, verses one, verse 105. Your word, says the psalmist, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now, I like to consider here an individual walking through the forest in the middle of the night, and he doesn't know what, uh, where he's stepping in the, in the dark. He doesn't know the kind of dangers that are lurking ahead of him, and he knows how easy it would be to fall on that path. And as he walks, he, he thinks about how good it would have been to have had a light to shine on the path before him. You see, what he needs in the path of life is the wisdom of God to shine upon the path, and that wisdom would show him the dangers ahead. That wisdom would show him the direction that that he was to to take and to and make through this wilderness and this great forest. You see, the counsel of God, as found in the pages of the Scripture, is like a life-saving lamp. It warns you when it needs when you need to be warned. It comforts you when you when you're ready to give up. It it'll show you what you cannot see. With your naked eye, the word of God, the counsel of God, as found in the pages of Scripture, will counsel and guide you in the path that you need to take 
each and every day. Now, the reason why these scriptures can counsel and guide us is found in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, which says this, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone owns someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy has was ever produced by the will of men, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And so Peter tells us that Scripture was given by God to his servants through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and it is the Word of God and a, and, and a reflection of his purpose and will. And because this Word that has been written for us is the Word of God— and the reflection of God's heart and purpose for our lives and for our salvation, because it is inspired by God and from God, it is his counsel to us, and it is completely trustworthy, and we can rely upon it because it is his word, his counsel to us. Now writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 16 and 17, the apostle says this about the counsel of God as found in the word of God, the scriptures. He says this, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God or the woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Paul tells us that the scripture was breathed out by God. God has given it to us to teach us. He has chosen to reprove us through it. It is the way he corrects us when we when we go wrong. It, it, it is also the way, what he uses to train us in how we are to live. If you need the counsel of God, then open up the word of God and you will find everything you need for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training. God has designed this word so that it will communicate what is necessary to you for your Christian life and to mature in your Christian life. It is his counsel. It is his advice. It is his teaching. It is his word. It is his instruction for you. And so the counsel of God found in the written word of God. Now, have you ever found yourself in a situation where the troubles keep piling up one after another? Sometimes it's because you're a Christian that those troubles come. Paul was beaten for his faith. Stephen was martyred or killed as a, as a martyr. John was sent into exile because of his preaching. Where do you turn when you need the counsel of the Lord when nothing seems to be going as it's supposed to go? Well, listen to the words of Paul in Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Listen once again to that phrase. It is for our instruction that through the through endurance and the and through the encouragement of scriptures we might have hope. 
scriptures are designed to teach us the way we are to go. It is through the scriptures that, that we find encouragement, the counsel of God speaking to weary hearts in need of comfort found in the scriptures, the counsel of God reminding us of the victory that's ahead, the counsel of God lifting up our spirits when we're about to give up. This is the word of God, God's counsel for comfort for victory, for perseverance found here in the pages of God's Word that instruct us, and through endurance and encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope. Let me look at one final verse before we conclude. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 20. Listen to how the Apostle Paul describes the counsel of God that has been passed on from generation to generation to the prophets and the apostles. Ephesians 2 and verse 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. But you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. Paul speaks here about a foundation. And what is the foundation? That foundation is the teaching of the prophets and the apostles. And what is this teaching of the prophets and the apostles? Well, it's not of human origin. It is the counsel of God that has been passed on by means of men and women, prophets and apostles, through by the medium of the Holy Spirit reaching us today in written form. And what is the counsel of God through these prophets and, and, and apostles? It is a firm foundation that will support you in all that you undertake. The winds and storms may assail, but this foundation will not be moved. It is your support in the overwhelming flood. It is your anchor that will hold you to the solid rock. And so, how can a young man keep his way pure? By seeking the counsel of God in his word. How does the king direct his kingdom? By seeking the counsel of God in his law. How do you face the enemy in the land before you? By not turning either to the left or to the right, but by walking fully in the counsel of God. How do you face the dark path that is before you by seeking the light of his counsel? How do you find strength when everything seems to go wrong by listening to the encouragement of his counsel as recorded in the scripture? What is your great confidence in the trouble and confusion around you? The firm and solid rock of God's counsel. The counsel of God is written in his word and the counsel, this counsel ought to be our daily guide and comfort and to seek the counsel of God is to turn to the scriptures and find in them our guide and source of comfort and truth.